Rodgers and Adams broke records, the Chargers looked like turds. R.I.P. John Madden, your death was sadden, and the Falcons and Eagles were the winning birds. Welcome to the Mishpo. Alrighty, everybody, welcome in to the week 17 episode of the Mishpo, the uh, final one where there's still matchups to be played. Um, I will be doing a, uh, obviously a last episode after this week's matchups. Um, I don't know if it'll be at the regular time of next week Thursday, or if I'll take a little bit of time to, uh, kind of throw in some extra stuff there or not, but, um, it will happen. Um, so yeah. Uh, before we jump into this week's episode, or, uh, this week's matchups, we obviously have the, uh, good old trusty Miller High Life, so I'll crack this, and, uh, we'll jump in to the matchups. Alrighty, first matchup, and the most painful to me, uh, me versus Abby, um, it seemed like it could be a pretty close one. On Thursday and Saturday with those games, um, I don't think... Uh, she had Debo on Thursday, but then we each had players on Saturday um, for Christmas. Um, and after those two games, it looked like it was going to be a pretty close one. And then Sunday rolled around, and uh, it's all it's all history from there. Um, Abby ended up destroying me, and probably... I, th I think she did score the most points ever um, since we joined Sleeper, at least. Um she beat me 194.3 to 116.56. And uh, this week, there was only two people that officially uh, submitted their picks, me and Brian. And so it's going to be uh, very similar, uh, some similar uh, percentages here. And 50% uh, of people got this one correct. So, yeah. And, of course, Abby, of course, won the beer again. I feel like that's just kind of a staple here on this episode or this show is Abby winning a beer. So moving us on to Caleb versus T-Corn, the other semifinal matchup, obviously a bit closer as I believe that was the biggest deficit of the entire week, even though I scored more points than either of these two guys. Uh, but uh, this one still wasn't all that close, um, but the winner was more predictable. Well, I guess more predictable on the statistical standpoint in terms of the surveys. And uh, T-Corn got the victory here, 111.64 to 84.28, and 100% of people got that correct, so Brian and I nailed it. Moving us on to our fifth place game, Lincoln versus Bruce. Um, again, this one was decently close and higher scoring than the uh, last matchup. 50% of people got this one correct. Lincoln got the win here, 122.52 to Bruce's 97.26, so Lincoln officially is locked in for fifth place for the season, and uh, Bruce is sixth. So, moving us on to Adam versus Derek, one of the two matchups that were vying for that Sacco position. Uh, and this one was really not close at all. Derek, spoiler alert, destroyed Adam here, uh, winning 130 to 67.14. So, Adam, congrats here in the running for Sacco. Um, uh, let's see if you can do a, a the first person to get two sackos, even though the first one wasn't technically uh, your fault that you lost. 
that sacco here. Moving us on to the uh, 100% of people got that one correct. Um, moving us on to a very close matchup, a uh, difference of 0.8-ish about. Um, so very, very close in the other sacco semifinal. Brian versus State. Uh, decently high scoring, both teams above 100 points. Uh, 102 point something for both of them. And uh, the winner here was Brian. Um, was up early, or not early, up late and decided to bench his defense, which ended up working out for him with the uh, no uh, stat correction that State was hoping for. Um, Brian won 102.98 to 102.1. And again, 100% of people got that one correct. So um, it'll be State and Adam uh, vying for that Sacco trophy. So, which we don't actually have a trophy for, but there should probably be one, huh? Anyways, moving us on to the next matchup, uh, Fiala versus Colin. Uh, this one was also decently close um, and relative medium average scoring. Um, final score for this one, Colin got the victory here, 103.58 to 94.62. And 50% of people got that one correct. Which moves us to the last matchup of the week. Uh, Michael versus Sam. This one was also very close. A difference of just over a point. Uh, 1.3 to be exact. Um, and uh, I don't know what it came down to, but you know it came down to all the players because it was very close. Sam got the victory here. 119.8 to 118.5. And 0% of people got that one correct. Uh, for the week, Brian got the best of me with 6 points. I believe I had 5 but regardless, State Farm still leads uh, the um, everybody with 66 total points and the best average. And with there being only one week left, I believe State Farm uh, he beat he's currently beating me by seven points. And so I need him to get zero, and I need to get a perfect score to be the first place um, as the best possible total. Actually, no, because. Uh, there's one less matchup this week, so I need to, in order for me to tie him, I need to get all the points correct, or all the points, and he needs to get none, and then we'll be both tied at 66, so. That was last week's matchups. Alrighty. We will now jump into the power rankings at 14. Uh, we've got Adam, still down there at the bottom, had the lowest scoring point, or team on the season, or week this past week, um, as you lost to Derek. To put yourself in that sacko bowl. So that's fun for you. We'll see if you can uh, avoid your second sacko. Moving us on to number 13, we've got State Farm. Um, you also won that sacko bowl, and uh, you won the championship last week, so or last year, so I'm sure this is very fun for you to be potentially going from best to worst. Um, so we'll see how well you can do in the sacko bowl. I'm sure it'll be fun for all of us. Moving us on to number 12, we've got Brian. You were able to narrowly beat State Farm last week to avoid going into Sacco contention. It was quite a scary time for you, I'm sure, but um, <clears throat> you did not uh, lose, so that's cool for you. And uh, we'll see if you can take 11th place next week, or this week. That'll move us on to number 11. We've got Derek uh, beat Adam last week, and you did so with a very decent score. I believe you were probably the second actually highest scoring team on the week. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty cool for you, Derek. Um, de avoiding Sacco contention for the second year in a row um, 
in style. So we'll see if you can uh, get another victory and um, be 11th place. So that is Derek at 11. Number 10, we've got Fiala. Uh, you lost to Colin this past week um, in a matchup that was a uh, um, relatively close one, uh, all things considered. Um, we'll see if you can uh, not win or not lose this next week against a uh, similarly matched opponent, obviously, in uh, week 17. So moving us on to number 9, we've got Michael. Uh, you lost to Sam last week. Um, uh, that one was also really close. Uh, so we'll see if you can score a little bit more points this week and, uh, get a victory to end of the year. Moving us on to number eight, we've got Sam. You beat Michael this past week on a pretty high scoring matchup. I believe you're definitely in the top half for scoring this past week. And we'll see if you can get another victory here in the final week of the season to, uh, be a good, get a good victory here. So that is Sam at eight. Number seven, we've got Colin, uh, just on the fringe of playoffs, but you did get a win last week. And, uh, I believe you got a win the week before. I can't remember, but doesn't matter. We'll see if you can, uh, get another victory here. Um, and, uh, and this season on a winning streak, moving us on to number six, we've got Bruce, um, you lost to Lincoln last week, locking in the number sixth uh, placed team this season. Um, pretty fitting as you're ranked for six. And you don't have a matchup next week as you played in the fifth place game last this past week. So uh, you just got a week to relax here. So that is Bruce at number six. Number five, we've got Caleb. Um, you lost to T-Corn in that semifinal matchup. Um, you probably would just wanted to score a bit more than you did, only scoring 84.28. Um, and you will be going for that third place uh, title this upcoming week. So we'll see if you can maybe do that. Probably not, though. Moving us on to number four, we've got Lincoln. Um, you beat Bruce last week to lock in that fifth place uh, position on the season. Uh, so pretty good. I'm sure, obviously, you're hoping for better. But um, just like Bruce, you don't have a matchup this week. And uh, so you'll get to take it easy and not have to worry about fantasy at all. Moving us on to number three in the championship matchup against Abby. Uh, we've got T-Corn. Uh, you beat Caleb last week. A decent score. Um, but obviously, you're you're hoping for a bit better numbers, especially in this upcoming week where you're going up against uh, the, a really solid team. So we'll see if you can uh, pull off the upset next week and... Um, or this week and, and end of the year as a champion. Moving us on to number two, myself. Um, even though I lost, I still think that I am the second best team in the league, um, despite some injuries and other things. But uh, we'll see if I can end the year with a victory uh, and lock in that third place position uh, for the season, which obviously brings us to number one. Abby uh, beat me pretty handedly, uh, I might say this last week, um, in that semifinal matchup. And of course, we'll be playing for the championship this upcoming week. And uh, we'll see if she can uh, win that thing and keep that trophy in the family. So that is Abby at number one. 
Alrighty, moving us on to the matchup predictions, the final matchup predictions of the season. First up, we've got me versus Caleb for that third place uh, title. Um, it's all pretty, you know, good across the board. A couple injuries over on Caleb's side. Mike Williams currently on the COVID list. Um, we'll see if he can get back in time for that matchup. And then you got David Johnson, finally got the name right, um, also on the COVID list as of Monday. And then Nelson Aguilar is questionable, uh, did not practice on Wednesday. So um, then that's pretty much it for Caleb. On my side, I do have Cam Akers, who is questionable, probably won't play him, even if he is active as, you know, he hasn't seen real NFL action since last year in the playoffs. So it is promising, though, that he is... Uh, activated from the IR and uh, bodes well for me next year as he is a locked-in keeper in the 14th round. So I will be picking myself as the lock pick for this week. Uh, I said last week that whoever won between Abby and I, I thought would be champion, and that obviously means I think I can beat Caleb, or, you know, if I think I could beat whoever on the other side of the bracket, uh, whether that's Caleb or T-Corn, I think I can beat Caleb. So I'll be picking myself as my lock pick for this week. We'll jump down to the 11th place matchup between Derek and Brian. Um, for Brian's side, obviously Aaron Rodgers questionable, but he'll play. Um, no worries there. And then Darren Waller, despite... Also, for one, he is questionable, but literally was just placed on the COVID list as well. So he is uh, potentially going to be out um, for this past week, or for this last week. Um, Brian Edwards on the COVID list as well from the uh, Raiders. And then Ryan Griffin um, on your COVID list uh, as of five days ago. He'll probably clear, if I had to guess. Um, other than that, you currently don't have a defense. You do currently have two on your bench, so you'll probably obviously plug one of those in. And then on Derek's side, all things are dandy. You got Marquez Valdez-Scantling still on the COVID list, but I'm sure he will clear by the time this Sunday rolls around uh, for that Sunday night matchup. Um, with all of that said, I will be picking Derek and predicting that he will take 11th place this season. Moving us on to the ninth placed matchup, Michael versus Fiala. Um, not too much to say here, just looking at it briefly. DeAndre Swift still questionable on Fiala's side, so we'll see if he can get back in there. Um, personally, I would doubt it just because, you know, the Lions don't really have anything to play for anymore this season, and uh, they don't want him to get injured for longer than he has to be. On Michael's side, you got Kenny Gainwell, currently questionable um, with an ankle injury. So we'll see if he can get out there. And there are some other injured running backs over there in Philadelphia. So we'll see if he can get in there and get some decent work. And then there's some injury issues over in Washington with Antonio Gibson. Has an injury today, currently questionable, a hip. And then Jack Doyle. Uh, currently also listed as questionable, and now maybe without Carson Wentz, which would obviously downgrade him quite a bit. Um, I will be picking Michael here in this matchup. Um, so that is that matchup. Moving us on to the seventh place matchup, Colin versus Sam. This one probably will be one of the closer matchups of the week if I had to predict. Um, but, uh... 
Over on uh, Colin's side, newly returned ABs, Antonio and AJ Brown, both balling out last week. So we'll see if you can get similar performances from them. And then Hollywood Marquise Brown, um, uh, he's been back, but uh, we'll see if he can do better this next week for you there. And then Emmanuel Sanders is questionable on your bench um, for Colin. Over on uh, Sam's side of the ball, uh, just drop Saquon. He's not going to play for you again this season, and uh, I'm sure you hate him a lot. But uh, also, you've got Jordan Howard, who is currently questionable, may not play this Sunday. As I mentioned earlier, some injury issues over there in Philly. Other than that, you seem pretty healthy. I will be picking Colin for this matchup as the winner here and uh, see if he can lock in that 7th place title. Which brings us to the Sacco matchup, Adam versus State Farm. We all saw this coming. A couple people that we thought maybe would be in there, but uh, this was inevitable, I think. Um, Over there on uh, State Farm side, we've got Tim Patrick, currently questionable, uh, as he is on the COVID list as of Wednesday um, so we'll see if he can clear it. And then Graham Gano is also questionable. Uh, non-COVID illness for him. Miles Sanders, uh, also is not on injured reserved, but he, uh, is not very healthy as of right now. So we'll see if he can get some action this week. And then also Kadarius Tony is also questionable. So quite a few injuries over there for State Farm. Moving on to Adam's side, Pat Frymuth still dealing with that concussion that he suffered a couple weeks ago. Um, so we'll see if he can get healthy enough to come back. And then Mike Evans, also on the COVID list as of uh, Monday. Um, so we'll see if he can clear in time to return to match up. He's also dealing with that hamstring injury. So uh, a couple things there for Mike Evans that you've got to worry about. Uh, with all of that said, though, I will be picking Adam as my upset pick for this week. Um, and I predict that State Farm will be the Sacco. So that'll be a fun change of pace for him um, as he was champion last year. Which, of course, brings us on to the championship matchup, T-Corn versus Abby. Questionable currently for Abby. We've got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, uh, currently questionable with a shoulder injury that he suffered in this past week's matchup. Um, no injury designation for Aaron Jones at the moment, but he did have a limited practice today, which is Wednesday. Um, and then other than that, looking pretty healthy for the rest of Abby's team over on T-Corn's squad. Uh, Travis Kelsey just got lifted off of the COVID list uh, today, Wednesday. So he should be good to go in the championship week. And then you've got Kareem Hunt on your bench who is not practicing as of Tuesday. Nothing as of Wednesday yet, but uh, he is currently questionable. Um, And he was on the COVID list too, I believe, so he might be dealing with some residual effects of that. And then Elijah Mitchell, limited on Wednesday. So we'll see if he can get out there. If he does play, then I'm sure you'd maybe start him. Um, But uh, you do looking pretty good over there on your starting lineup, but... uh, Obviously, always good to have a backup second start. And then there's also Rondale Moore. He is a current game time decision. Questionable with a ankle injury for you. Um, so quite a few injuries around the league this year. Or this week. Also this year, I guess you could say. Um, with all of that said, I don't think there's any surprise here. 
I will be picking Abby as my pick for the champion for this 2021 fantasy season, and I believe she will win the Bork, keeping that in the family. So, that is the matchup predictions for week 17. All right, everybody, um, that will conclude another episode of the Mishpo. Um, as I said at the top, I will be doing a final wrap-up episode. Um, don't know if it'll be the regular scheduled time, as I might want to include some extra little things in there. Um, but I will have some periodic episodes probably throughout the offseason. Um, with there are some rule not rule changes scoring changes but other things that I want to bring up and uh, have a vote on um, some defensive scoring stuff and then the usual every year things I bring up and uh, fab is one of the things that is going to be brought up I do think that it would enhance the league if that was implemented and uh, I think maybe some people just don't know exactly what it does for fantasy. So I will make a video explaining exactly what it is, and uh, we'll see if uh, if we can get that implemented for next year, as I do think it would be beneficial to do so. Alrighty, though, with all of that said, um, thank you, and thank you. Alrighty, we will be doing this flip for... Uh, we'll go. Let's go. Let's go, Derek, for good old times here. So we'll see if we can get Derek a shotgun on this last uh, regular season week. So here we go. That would have been really cool, but not this time. Alrighty. Bye.